first question is, what's your name? If you want. He's Sullivan. And where are you from? Chicago, Illinois. And how long have you lived there out in Chicago? 17 years, my whole life. That's awesome. And um, what's your ethnicity? Where's where's your heritage? I'm white. Um, My, like... I guess I'm Irish, um, a little bit French, maybe, but like mostly Irish. That's awesome. Um, so I guess my first question into you to dip into this idea of community is what does your community look like and what does it feel like? Well, it sort of depends. Living in a big city, like I feel like you have a lot of communities and they can look ex- like really, really different. I interact with a lot of different people. Um, my like neighborhood, I live, I live in Chicago, but there's like obviously a neighborhood. So there's downtown and then right outside I live in Logan square. And, um, so that community is definitely a little bit more like, I guess the best way to describe it is kind of like hippie, like 25 year old, like college student, like super cool, super like chic neighborhood. I love Logan square. Um, like all of Chicago is very liberal, but I would say especially in Logan Square, like extremely liberal and very diverse. Um, I also my high school is in like downtown Chicago, but um, the way that my school works, it's like a selective enrollment school. So you'd like test into it, which means that like there are kids from all over the city. And it's also super easy to get to because um, all of our train systems lead into the South Loop. Um, so there are kids from like the suburbs like one of my friends lives in like the north suburbs so like I just think the best part about living in a city is like how vast my community is and like how many different people I interact with um on a daily basis especially at school there are people from I mean you're not from Chicago but you'll know that like or I'll say that like south side Chicago and north side Chicago are very different my mom is a south sider it's like oh i don't know if i'm allowed to say the word like badass on here but so like south side is definitely more like she's south side irish catholic like tough um like pick yourself up by your own bootstraps sort of situation and north side is a little bit like nicer um so you just get like a really vast range of people that's awesome. I want to go back to something you said about your mom being like, pick yourself up by your own bootstraps and being badass. Like, how do you think that influences you today as a high schooler going into your senior year? Um. Well, my mom's a single mom. So it's me, her and my younger brother. She has just like uh, completely like built this life for us herself. She was let me think. Okay. We'll go back to high school. When she was in high school, she was in beauty school. So she was a hairstylist for like 30 years. Um, and then when I was about like six or seven, she went back to school to become a nurse. So she, um, has really just created this life for us. We're like, we're like financially stable now. And like, she like just came from like, she moved to the city by herself when she was, two years older than I am now. She was like 19 living in downtown Chicago with a roommate that she didn't even know. And like, she, um, yeah, she's really just built like a great life for herself. She set Aiden and I up for success. We're both going to a great high school right now. I'm applying to colleges. Like, I don't know. She's awesome. 
Okay, that is so cool. So, what does your community feel like when you, when you step out the door into this neighborhood? What are what do you hear? What do you, what's like around you? What is what does it look like? It depends. Um, I think like. I work at an ice cream shop like right by my house and that community is fantastic. I work at Jenny's and so like everyone that comes in there for the most part is just like very, very nice, like young, um, like, oh my God, spry is such like an old person word to use, but like very, like there's like an energy in Logan Square that I love. Like it's really like a very like accepting community and there's so much to get involved in. Um, But on the flip side of that, there's also like a decent amount of violence in my neighborhood, um, especially lately. I'm not sure why. I think we just had like a mayoral election. Um, and so our mayor is not Lori Lightfoot anymore. It's um, Brandon Ballas, I think is his last name. And um, it's been kind of a mess lately here. Uh, lots of like carjackings which is, I mean, I drive. And so that's a little scary. Um, my neighbor's friend was coming home from work the other day. Two guys came up with guns and like shot him in the leg because he wouldn't give him his car. Like I was walking Sully, my dog yesterday, and this guy comes whipping around the corner in a Honda that looked like it was stolen, like basically almost takes out three people and like cuts off so much traffic. Um, and then a couple of days ago, my mom was going on a run. She runs super early in the morning and um, she like opened our garage. And in the alley, there was this car that was like all the doors were open. The lights were on. She was like, what? what? And the car had been stolen. Like it was just like and they ditched it. So like that's been a really big problem lately. I like sleeping at home alone really makes me nervous because I mean, you got to set the alarm every night like So there's that aspect of Chicago. But overall, I would say the people here, like, I love Chicago. And growing up here has, like, I would not be the same person if I hadn't. Um, And it's taught me a lot about being street smart, too, though. I mean, you got to be very careful walking around here. I go to school downtown. Like, there's just a lot that can happen, especially as, like, a girl living in Chicago. Um, So, yeah, like, I don't know. I hope that answers your question. There's just, like, a lot to it because of the amount of people here and where you are and who you choose to interact with really shapes your community and like how you feel in that community so if you feel comfortable what are places and communities that you feel like this is not my thing i don't feel accepted um yeah i don't know i mean i do kind of pride myself on being able to like make friends and like fit in where i go wherever i go and if like I work really hard to like establish connections with people. Um, So I wouldn't say that there's like a community in particular that I feel very like isolated in. Um, I mean, it depends. I think whenever you try a new thing, if you join a new club, if you start a new sports team or whatever, you are going to walk in maybe not knowing anybody, especially like, the idea of starting college like that is definitely something that happened that's probably going to happen for me and for a lot of people where you kind of walk in on the first day and you're like I don't know if it's gonna work out for me like I don't know how I'm gonna make friends here or how this is gonna work out but um I guess what I've learned is that in time like obviously like there are so many factors that go into it but 
in time, if you really work to establish those connections with people, most of the time, like you can. And if you don't, then. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just like the National Youth Summit we were just at. And, and like you walked, <laughs> I walked in and I was like, Jesus Christ, I don't know anyone here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's not an easy thing to do at all. I mean, like, especially at that National Youth Summit, I was happy to sit in my room with Rhea and judge everyone because I love judging people. But I'm so thankful that I didn't like on the tail end. Like, I'm so thankful that on that first night we went around and introduced ourselves to people and made friends and made most likely lifelong connections. So you never underestimate the value of talking to someone, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what I, what I wanted to go back to with the national youth summit is how do you think like growing up in Chicago influences like the policy you want to make? Like, why does it, you know, when you think about community, like I think of North Carolina and I think of like, okay, I want to work on racism, racism, because it's such a big deal. Um, What do you think that is for you? If You know, my policy was about human trafficking. And I would say that that policy, like, no matter where you grow up, like, it's going to apply, especially like just living in the United States as a whole. Like, it's just one of those problems. I think a big trend for me this summer is working on problems that people don't address very often. Um, And it's something that goes widely unrecognized. And I mean, I guess in Chicago as well, um, but as well as the rest of the entirety of the United States. But there were some policy issues that like I listened to that I was extremely um, that I was able to apply to my own community. Um, my friend Rhea presented about homelessness, and that is an a really, really big problem in Chicago. And it's a real and it's one that I think gets over like people don't recognize it as something that gets overlooked but it is not something that we have structures in place for to protect homeless people and we do not have like the correct mental health advocacy in the city to address like this extreme problem i mean like and it's also something that's like living in a city you're presented with every single day i mean the other day i was working i work at jenny's like i said and this woman came in and she like, I, I mean, I can immediately tell when someone's not all there, you know? And like, she obviously was like in like a bit of a like mental health crisis. Like I could tell when she walked in just the way that she was carrying herself and she ordered her ice cream. She ordered chocolate or like milk chocolate. And I went to go put it in a bowl for her. And I knew at this point she was going to walk out without paying. I, handed her like the ice cream and she grabbed it and like dug her her fingers into the ice cream and like walked out with it and then she comes back in and she's like I want sprinkles and so we pour her like a separate bowl with sprinkles she takes the sprinkles pours them on her ice cream and throws the cup and the spoon back over the counter and like it was just you know it's just I guess I'm so used to it by now I mean I take the train to school every day too and it's something where like you got to be aware on the train because you I mean you never know who's going to get on. I mean, I've had people literally pee in front of me on the train. It's yeah, it's really awesome, not going to lie. Um I know I said that I love living in Chicago and I do. You guys should all move here. Um but there is that reality of it. But like my point being that like it is something that I see in my 
community every single day. And I think that it's an issue that needs to be addressed, but it needs to be addressed from, I don't know if like systemic is like the right word, but like, I think a mental health outlook on the entire thing is the only way to address this from like the bottom up, if you know what I mean. Like it's the only way it's like the best prevention. Um, and so anyway, um, those are some advocates. That's like an advocacy issue that I heard at the National Youth Summit that like really resonated with me because I was able to apply it to my own community so well. Thank you to Katie for sharing a piece of her community and identity with us today. As I wrap up today's episode, I wanted to emphasize the idea of facing diversity within your own daily challenges that come from your community. As I listened to Katie's story during our conversation, I realized that I made assumptions about how perfect living in a big city is. Throughout her story, it made me realize that through this assumption, I completely ignore this idea that each person faces their own unique challenges in their day-to-day lives. And that creating these assumptions of what one's life looks like can create misleading ideals. These misleading ideals lead us to misunderstand people around us because we ignore the whole fact that their identity is a result of their community. On a larger level, I believe this is something that happens in our U.S. political system daily. Policymakers and their constituents seem to know what's best for one community based off one story without hearing everyone else's ideas and hearing what people face in their day-to-day challenges. I hope through this episode, we can learn to recognize this ignorance of daily challenges because these daily challenges create a person. They influence who a person is and what they believe. On a larger level, I hope by recognizing this ignorance, we can create a better understanding in our larger communities. Because if you can understand one's struggle and how that impacts their beliefs, you can understand the whole person. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It was written, edited, and executive produced by me, Thav Sai. I hope that you will join me again next week for the following episode on community and have a great rest of your day.